gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. So yeah, don't run away. Don't tune out. Um, it's it's not that this is going to drag on. It's just it's it's a prickly topic. This one. I think it's really interesting. It is. It's an interesting debate. Um, generally, when it when when it comes to music and art, and it's interesting, I think, to see what the fallout will potentially be because this only broke today. So what yeah, what not, the not next week is going to look like could be very interesting for some very high profile people involved. That's right. It's, uh, you, that's why you you got your boys Cameron and Aim with their finger on the pulse. We're here for you. But basically, um, Blues Fest. We all know Blues Fest. We've spoken about it at length on the show. It's the biggest festival in Australia, um, a very, very well-regarded festival internationally, one of the best in the world, um, takes place in Byron Bay, April every year. This year, it's running from the 6th to the 10th of April. Um, it's a it's a, it's a a huge event, both in terms of scale, in terms of eyes, everything like that. Um, and we, we saw through the pandemic, Blues Fest being probably the best prepared, uh, and then it suffered just a, a series of really, really unfortunate and frustrating blows in terms of getting back up and running kind of mid and post pandemic. Uh, the most notable example of that was the event being entirely canceled um, after people had actually entered the venue and set up their campsites because of a COVID case in the wider, like wider state area. Um, so that was kind of the story they re-emerged with an event last year that was really, really well, broke their attendance records, did excellently well. Peter Noble, who runs and founded the entire thing, he's, you know, really credited as as being an excellent operator within the Australian music industry and undoubtedly a very heavy hitter. Um, and so they'd announced their lineup for this year long ago because it takes place in, you know, six, seven weeks. And then last week, uh, or yeah, just towards the end of last week, they came out and announced, you know, a few more additional acts. Festival of that scale, not unusual whatsoever. There was one sticking point, though, for a lot of people, and that was the inclusion of a band called Sticky Fingers. Sticking point indeed. Yeah, I didn't even mean that. Even after you said it, it didn't even register. It didn't even register. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just in news mode. Yeah, a sticky point indeed because Sticky Fingers uh, were announced and they have, I mean, they've been described as the bad boys of Australian music for reasons that we will touch on. Uh, but the the reason, I mean, that was newsworthy in a sense um, that they were announced. But then what's happened today is one of the biggest bands in the country, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, have chosen to withdraw from the festival because Sticky Fingers were announced as being on the lineup. Yeah, so this one, I mean, we have seen this particularly in recent years, not so much with Sticky Fingers themselves, uh, but with with bands withdrawing from lineups because they have moral opposition to another band that's on the lineup or, you know, something of that nature. And so King Gizzard came out, you know, only a few hours ago, really, mm. um, with a statement um, saying that they would not be uh, playing at the festival at all since. Um, and we've got a couple of snippets from their statement here. It says, as a band and as human beings, we stand against misogyny, racism, transphobia and violence. Uh, surprise and sadden to see the Blues Fest commit to presenting content that is in complete opposition to these values Given this decision by the festival, we have decided to cancel our appearance at Blues Fest. We are deeply disappointed to be in this position, but sometimes you need to be willing to make sacrifices to stand up for your values. This is unfortunately one of those moments. Yeah, and I found Peter Noble's response to, to that a little bit 
you know, well, the, not really a response to that as say, but the reason why sticky fingers were included, um, sort of saying that everyone deserves to be given a second chance and to show who they can be. Uh, and he's saying that that's sort of why they are on the Blues Fest lineup because the band took a, a hiatus in 2016. Um, and Dylan Frost, who is the frontman of the band, he made headlines for a number of incidents over those years, including in 2016, uh, he was accused of being physically threatening towards Indigenous musician Thelma Plum. Uh, he later made a statement on social media saying he was ashamed he made a woman feel unsafe and violence against women is never okay. Uh, but that sort of, not just violence against women, but violence against an Indigenous woman is sort of a big catalyst to a lot of what you know has sort of transpired in the years since. Yeah, it's, it kind of set the tone for him. And just for a bit of contents, uh, context on Sticky Fingers, so 2012, I'm going to guess, or thereabouts, 2011, 2012, they released their debut album um, to immediate massive success. Their band out of Sydney did really, really well. Second album came out in about 2014. Um, similarly, uh, huge success. So, you know, in, in the way that we look at King Gizzard now, Sticky Fingers were everywhere they were a massive band on the national scene like you know and and to this day and this is why i said they're a massive they are still a massive band they will play every time they tour australia they sell out every time they're touring uk at the moment they sell it out they go to america they sell it out like they um they are a really big band despite dropping out of mainstream channels um and so this all happened there on this meteoric rise the incident with thelma plum happened um you, you know which from all accounts sounded pretty bad um he wasn't violent, but physically threatening, you know, and, and, you know, that doesn't make it okay at all. It was not okay whatsoever. Um, and then from that s several months before that, there was these accusations, um, that he was shouting taunts at a different indigenous artist, uh, while they were on stage talking about abuse at Dondale Youth Detention Center in Darwin. Um, the group came out after that and said that the allegation was a massive misunderstanding. Frost did, however, acknowledge that his behavior, um, for a large part has been unacceptable. That's a quote. Uh, and the band then went on a hiatus in 2017 while he sought treatment. Um, what came out during this period was that he, along with alcohol abuse, drug abuse, etc., um, had been suffering and diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. Um, and that, that he was seeking treatment for those things kind of while they were on hiatus. Um, they then reformed in 2018 uh, and did an interview on Hack on Triple J. It's a bit of an infamous one. Um, yeah. Yeah, they got blacklisted from Triple J after that. As a result, uh, and in that interview, he didn't really seem to acknowledge his past behavior and the impact that it might have had on people despite taking that year away to seek treatment. Uh, he sort of throughout that interview gave explanations like, you know, blank happens and boys will be boys, which is, I hate that phrase so much, but um, he used it. Um, and then in 2018, they also withdrew from the lineup for Newcastle's This That Festival after similar criticism. Yeah. And then um, after that, uh, Frost was reportedly ejected from a, a city pub um, after he had a verbal altercation with a transgender woman. Then after the following year after that, Frost, uh, Dylan Frost and Paddy Cornwall, who's also in the band, they were involved in, like they had a fight basically outside another pub um, where Cornwall, Paddy, the the other band member, 
plead pled guilty to a fray, um, which is like a charge more serious than assault. So they were, they were quite violent towards one another. He was sentenced to an 18 month term to be served in the community. Um, and yeah, and, and it's, so it's, that's kind of the, the timeline of sticky fingers controversy. So they haven't, it hasn't been all smooth sailing as well. And they've definitely done, or, or at least Dylan Frost has done some things that, you know, were not okay in the past. Then we had the mental health diagnosis, schizophrenia and bipolar. They're not things that you can kind of just walk out of a doctor's surgery with that diagnosis. So, you know, that's, there's clearly, that's clearly a thing, you know, he has these mental issues. He's spoken publicly about attending rehabilitation for alcohol addiction and therapy for mental health issues. And then the last few years, there's been a couple of flare ups, more nothing that's been, um, to my knowledge, uh, there's something I could be missing here, but not, to my knowledge, nothing that's been of the nature of the Thelma Plum allegation or anything like that. It's more been, you know, I remember Paddy Cornwall came out and just blasts with this really abusive statement towards Triple J for not playing them, um, that kind of stuff. And then, then it kind of appeared like Triple J had unblacklisted them because mm. they played them on like one of the hottest 100s of the decade or something like that. And people thought, okay, maybe they're coming back. But we haven't seen anything there. So the biggest national broadcaster blacklisted the band and they – faded into Triple J obscurity, but like I said, they still continue to sell out shows, release a bunch of successful albums since they just haven't had that same mainstream support. So we fast forward now to 2023, they're announced on the lineup. A lot of people are unconvinced that largely because of that um, Triple J interview and, and these kind of, they're not convinced basically that there's, uh, you know, any repent, repentance is a religious term, but you know what I'm saying. Remorse, that their, yeah. their, their ways have changed. And in the marketing for the announcement of Sticky Fingers, they were described as the bad boys of Australian music, which a lot of people took issue with because when they're saying it's not just a matter of being bad boys, it's there's some pretty serious allegations against uh, these people that they don't feel resolved. And so here we are with a band like King Gizzard now pulling out of the event entirely because they obviously are not convinced that, that much has changed with the band. Uh, and then you've got the other side of the coin saying, well, it's been a long time. Um, you know, there were these mental health issues. They've made commitments to get better. There hasn't been a, an incident of that nature um, in recent years. So at what point, if ever, do we turn a page? Yeah, and that's sort of really the debate for this music news. Now that you sort of have a bit of the background, the sort of debate going on within the industry in the last few hours and since Sticky Fingers being announced, uh, I mean, I saw the announcement itself saw criticism from some in the industry, including artists like Jaguar Jones. Uh, she said she was disgusted and sickened to see the way the group had been glamorized. Uh, and Sarah Thompson from Camp Cope uh, said that uh, Blues Fest were the most tone deaf promoters in the country. So neither of them pulling their punches uh, when it comes to those quotes. And both of them have repeatedly spoken about. Uh, spoken out against the Australian music scene and how difficult it can be for women and people from minority backgrounds. So they're they're certainly in defence of Thelma Plum and those who have been impacted by Frost in the past. But then on the flip side, you have Peter Noble, who is the Blues Fest um, head of Blues Fest, and you know I mentioned earlier that he said that no that this man deserves an opportunity. Let's give him a chance. Um, he has the right to be forgiven and to show who they can be. Um, he said he's aware of the diagnosis of bipolar schizophrenia. He's aware of what happened in 2016, but did say there were no 
There were years of no incidents. He has been managing his condition. And at what point are we going to show compassion and forgiveness through his efforts at growth? When do we forgive people with a mental health issue at attempting to move forward in life? Yeah, and, so, and that, that's the question. Like, that's it. so th- this story's indefensible what's happened in the past. It's pretty well documented that there remain allegations and we have to stress our allegations that these things, um, you know, were well supported by witnesses and that kind of stuff. But what we, um, it's been a while. It's been a while now. There's, there's complicated by mental health diagnoses, that kind of stuff. So it's kind of this unanswerable question because everyone's going to have a different perspective of uh, do, is there a point at which we can, you know, feel like somebody is, redeemed or redeemable or are they unredeemable after that and i suppose when you look at artists like jaguar jones um and sarah thompson from camp cope they have been really really big about making it known that artists that are female dominated or people of color or from minority backgrounds generally just don't get as many opportunities on the australian music circuit as other artists do and that's well documented there's been you know a lot of steps made to address that in recent years but it's still not there. So when they see a band like Sea Fingers being added to Blues Fest, they go, well, that's a slot that maybe another band could have taken that has far less controversy and less baggage, and that could have been their opportunity to show themselves and launch their career even further or, you know, continue on where they are. So I suppose that's where they're coming from, um, from that perspective. So there's a lot of different arguments um, surrounding Sticky Fingers' inclusion here. Um, and then, like you said, they also have this really loyal fan base who are stoked to see them there. So it's it's an interesting split. And what we have spoken about before the show is that are there going to be more to follow? King Gizzard have decided that they're going to, you know, not attend or play the festival. So are we going to see other bands on that moral opposition decide not to or, or are other bands convinced that, you know, it's time to give these people a second chance? Where does that – where is it going to land? Where does it sit? Will this blow over? Because – Blues Fest is not a festival known for controversy. It's, you know, all pretty well smooth sailing, very highly respected, universally loved. But this seems to be muddying those waters a little bit. Yeah, well, they were the most tone-deaf promoters by Sarah Thompson from Camp Cope. I mean, I personally, I, I'm all for personal growth and I do believe that you are not the same person that you were four, five, six years ago. And I don't think you should be the same person that you were. I think everyone should develop and grow and change over time into being better human beings. So I can understand from that perspective, um, bipolar and schizophrenia is not anything I've had any experience with. So I can't really comment on that mental health side of things. But from it, it wasn't just one incident. That's sort of what I tend to lean on, I think, a bit with this, that it wasn't just a one-off, oh, hang on, I've gone out of line here, let's get some help and move forward and progress. It was multiple alleged incidents over quite a number of years. So that's sort of why I'm leaning more towards the side of King Giz and Jaguar Jones and the like when it does come to this. Um, Because like I said, it wasn't just once. It happened allegedly quite a few times. Yeah, there there were multiple incidences and it's, it's, I mean, you know, none of us are close enough to know whether there has been a significant enough change to to justify it, but it's clearly landed the, the music industry in this position. I honestly, on the broad, like on this particular story, I, I, I feel like I don't know, I don't know enough about where Sticky Fingers are at now to make like a proper judgment call on, on, you know, how I feel about it. But 
broadly the question of are artists redeemable generally after they've done bad stuff previously? It's an interesting question. Is it, there has to be a time limit. And like you said, people do have to be redeemable after time, but you also have to prove that. And, and I, th- I think that's the issue here is that a lot of people don't feel like that they've it's been demonstrated enough that they've had enough opportunity to see that things have changed, whereas it's more just a case of they've kind of dropped off the map for four or five years and now they're back on, you know, playing a really, really big festival and and people haven't seen what kind of change or growth has happened between now and then. And I think that is part of the issue. I mean, you said that they haven't had the opportunity to show that they've changed. This is an opportunity to prove that, but they are potentially proving that on one of the biggest stages in the Australian music festival calendar as opposed to perhaps having to go a little bit underground again and prove their way th- back up the ladder. Yeah. They're almost starting from the top again, which I think is, to your point, getting quite a number of people offside. I think, yeah, I think that definitely plays a big role in it too. But in saying that, what event could they be announced on that wouldn't have this kind of reaction to? It's interesting and I think mm. um, the, the, well, the I, blacklisting I, of them has kind of made this even you know, because there's there's clearly a station in the biggest yeah. music broadcaster in the countries that they have a position on it, and so we haven't even they just it just hasn't been seen where they're at as a band for for most people from that kind of interactive level that we would normally have with bands who are doing like aversions or shows or mm. interviews and that kind of stuff. Well, perhaps our own national tour is the best way to sort of show themselves, get a bit more light and publicity, and be seen in the wider Australian music community before they do a big blues fest sort of appearance or because you mentioned what other lineup could they go on that wouldn't be met with this reaction. Perhaps they need to do their own thing to sort of find their way back into the hearts of many Australian music lovers like they were before these incidents occurred. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting one. And then the, you know, the questions asked, what if they did blues fest? What if it, another incident happened after blues fest and then you go, okay, well, you know, that was a waste of a slot. How do we, how do we know? It's, it's a very interesting question. And I think there's going to be a lot more to come, um, as blues fest grows closer. And there's also the debate, which we probably don't have time to get into, but the debate of how do you separate the artist from the art? Like, can you still enjoy sticky fingers music without necessarily supporting the band or Frost himself. Like I know similar arguments were made with R. Kelly when all the accusations came out against him. It's like, well, can I still play Ignition Remix at a party or is that now completely gone because I can't separate the artist from the art? And comedians have it all the time too. Yeah, that one, that's another very interesting debate which we definitely don't have time to go into. But I, yeah, I mean, I mean R. Kelly's crimes are different, indefensibly Yeah different and he's been prosecuted and he's in jail now as far as I'm aware for the rest of or a very long time um but yeah I mean I I suppose a position you could take for that is if if your consumption of it is benefiting the artist in any way then then you shouldn't but if you can if there's a way that you can consume that art separate it enjoy it without it offering any benefit to the artist then you know maybe it's fair game but this is ultimately like a philosophical question (laughs) (laughs) well i told you to be a deep music news and it has been such uh but we will leave it there for this evening 